Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 44, the one stock podcast that you really want to have on your favorite list. How did last week's uh, trading tips go? Well, they went sky high, especially Mulne Neo, giving more than 20% profit each of them. What about the others? Well, you just have to wait till the end of the podcast where I will tell you the results and this week's trading tips. And Nasdaq did very well as well, up more than 2%. Dow Jones even better, more than 5% gain for Dow Jones last week. Will it last this week? Or will we get back into that red fairness that we've been in for so long? These are some of the many questions I will try to answer during the podcast. We will, as usual, always start with uh, the market. What can we expect for the market this week? There are a few things coming up this week. Fed will have a meeting on Wednesday. That will affect the market. Will it go for green? Will it go for red? This is one of the few things I will try to discuss. And a few other things, of course. What about the trading signals? How many buy signals are there out there right now, for instance, for Nasdaq? Are we again heading where buy signals is too high and you can expect a reaction down? Or will it be more upturn? First, and as always, you have to listen to the disclaimer. Then I will be back. My name is Jim, and I will be back just shortly after the disclaimer with this week's market insights and trading tips. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the StockInvest.us weekly stock and crypto podcast. The podcast is hosted by StockInvest.us co-founder and Golden Star Signal inventor, Jim Stromberg who has been actively trading since 1996. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit like and notification bell so you will be first to know when we post a new video. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and other audio sources. Ensure you listen to the entire podcast so you don't miss out on some key tips needed for this week's strategy. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Sometimes I start a podcast saying that it should last some 20-30 minutes, and it ends up lasting 40 minutes. And the reason for this is, as I go into the podcast, I realize there is more things I want to tell you. And uh, why do I want to tell you things? Is to build up a good background. Because that's one of the best lessons I can teach you, is try not to buy tickets on random just because it's written on Reddit or wherever you find information. Try to build up a background for why you invest, how much you invest, how big your portfolio is, etc. Always have a strong relation to the reasons why exactly why do you do the things you do so when uh, i give this background for what i think will happen in the week ahead of us the big things the big concerns and how i move my stocks in and out in different sectors it is to give you an understanding for the reasoning exactly why i do it and last week i told you that i thought it could be a wild week we were balancing on that uh, edge and i even went for five 
trading tips. And for those following know that I've been very conservative as I expected downturns in the market. I usually have two, three trading tips, but last week I wanted to go um, strong because I thought it could be a good week and what a good week it became. Muln, Neo more than 20% on each and the other two, uh, sorry, other three did very well as well. We will get back to that. But what are the things for uh, the week ahead of us? Will this be a green week? Dow Jones is up three weeks in a row, going to, uh, no matter almost what happens, uh, will close uh, October extremely well. Has to be the biggest crash of history for Dow Jones not to uh, end October in a very good fashion. Nasdaq had two green weeks uh, last week, ending up 2.23%. Was struggling a bit with the bad port results from uh, big tech companies. And these are the things that I warned you about before the quarter results that we are heading into and still are in this quarter season where things will move up and down. And when Google put out the bad quarter results, that will hit anything related, for instance, to advertising. So it, it will affect other stocks. That's why you should have a strong relation to information about quarter results. When will they come? How do the stock usually do? And what do uh, people expect? So you're not taken by surprise. And one company that really uh, took people by a huge negative surprise was Meta, losing more uh, money than expected. Plunged 30%. And uh, that took a huge toll on the market and a lot of investors, of course. But for me, that's an opportunity. And as you will hear in the trading tips, I think it is time to scoop some meta stocks at this level for a short term trade. Anyway, uh, we are uh, in a new uh, week. Again, there will be many quarter results coming. I will mention a few of them. Uh, but uh, the main focus maybe for the week, the two main focuses for the week will be the Fed rate decision on Wednesday. Everyone expects 0.75. So it has to be very bad uh, for the market uh, to really take a scare uh, of it. I think uh, because due to recent development in the workforce, uh, other things, some of the market may hope for 0.5 and that 0.75 can be considered at the very high end, even though most expect 0.75. So I think if we hit in on 0.75, it could cause a very red day and set the tone even uh, for all of November. So Wednesday is for sure a day that you want to pay attention to uh, because Fed will give their decision of the interest rates. It's often not so much about the interest rate itself, but it's also what they signal. Do they say that they think the inflation is peaking out? Do they think that uh, the next uh, will not be the next few meetings will not be so hawkish, meaning that they will not increase the interest rates as fast as they have done so far? <clears throat> so it's very important to get that information. And I'm. Uh, both happy and sad to say that I was correct about the interest rates. When you heard Yelm, you heard everyone say that no, inflation is transitory and there will not be very fast interest rates. I told you that the only way they can fight this is by increasing interest rates fast. And US has really increased their interest rates fast. 
the downside to this, and these are the things that we will see forward, is that at some point, this really kicks into the economy. And what we have to understand is that most governments across the world, and especially EU these days, they are printing money like crazy. So they print money with one hand and try to increase interest rates with other hand. And these things, they will not end up well. I'll not discuss too much about it. I told you, I think it will be a very hard winter ahead of us in terms of energy, why you should invest into oil, etc. And uh, that, that these things, they will lead to a recession uh, and uh, stagflation, and it will be some hard time. But as I also told you, the stock market will turn long before everything else. So we can be close to a place where market will turn. But let's get back to the week ahead of us. Uh, Wednesday, Fed decision, Thursday, work numbers for October, people is going to pay close attention to the work numbers. They will increase so far. They haven't increased in the past, I thought, but it is a lot to do with many different things. They are printing money like crazy. Uh, in addition to this, a lot of people uh, decided to stay behind after COVID, not re-registering for uh, unemployment, etc. And these things, uh, they will come. Now the interest rate is going up uh, and anyone following the news know that most uh, businesses struggle with a high energy cost. I even saw, for instance, that the Norwegian uh, sport club, uh, biggest sport club, they, they uh, had a huge loss last quarter, mainly because of the energy cost. And you can read restaurants going bankrupt and uh, you can read big businesses saying that we have to shut down production because it's way too expensive. These things they are happening, they will kick in and unemployment rate will increase and it might just increase very drastically. Right now, that is what it looks to me, that it will uh, maybe even for the forthcoming month suddenly start to kick in at a very strong pace, removing a lot of buying power from the markets and causing all kinds of other disruptions. For the rest of the week, there will be uh, different other uh, news. And I always uh, said to you that keep an eye on the Ukraine conflict. I think it will escalate the latest news in this uh, as far as I can see is that the US is planning to put small nuclear strategic weapons in Europe closer to Russia. At some point, things has to happen in the Ukraine conflict. Of course, it can drag out for 20 years, but everything is still building up and uh, that will cause anything in the market when it, if it happens. So keep an eye on that as well. The other thing that we like to keep an eye on, as I told you, oil. Uh, I believe oil will just continue fast upwards. Oil went up $3 last week, currently trading at 87. We know that Biden released 15 million extra barrels of oil, trying to dampen the oil price. But it sticks. And I believe, now we're heading into winter season, that oil and oil price will just continue to kick upwards. Actually, anything related to energy, and I won't just say what I've been saying for so long, since oil was 20. Oil shares might, and energy stocks, gas stocks, whatever it is, most likely is the place where you want to have a part of your portfolio. 
uh, been highly successful so and I think it will continue. I think oil may actually in worst case uh, top out at 200. Hopefully I'm wrong because oil uh, going up is not good neither for the stock markets, neither good for the economy. Of course for the oil companies but not for the economy in general. So I hope I'm wrong but uh, that's what I believe. That's where I put my money. I put my money into oil and energy shares because I think that's where you can hedge the best meaning. Low risk, strong upside. Gold uh, fell almost by $20 last week to $1,639. Still just floating. It is down a little bit due to the high uh, dollar, the strong dollar, so it's kept a little bit down. But I guess, uh, and I believe, as I said many times before, I believe gold will continue upwards. Should happen anytime uh, soon that we start to see more movements into gold, especially when the dollar starts to weaken. Dollar can only stay strong for a certain amount of time. At some point, it will lose momentum, and we are getting very close to that point, I think. So close that I'm actually thinking of about maybe trading into currency a little bit. We will see. 10-year treasury yield actually fell from 420 to 401. It's a good thing uh, for the markets, but interest rates is expected to go up. And this week, again, the 10-year treasury yield should start to move. And for those who is very interested, there are strange things happening with the short and the long-term interest rates. <clears throat> and these things usually indicate strong movements in stock market and the recessions. So is that where we're heading? Strong uh, falls? We will try to get to a conclusion very soon. First quarter results, then we will uh, look at some signals and we'll look at the chart and we'll have my conclusion. And about the quarter results, this week will be many quarter results. I cannot mention them all, I can just mention those I think that you can pay attention to. ConocoPhillips, which we bought in the trading uh, portfolio two weeks ago uh, and sadly was cut by stop loss. Very good one. PayPal will come on Thursday uh, and Conoco also Thursday. You will have <coughs> Starbucks, uh, you will have uh, Moderna. There is four different segments for you straight there. You will have Coinbase and very funny to see that crypto actually is moving up a little bit and my Bet into Dogecoin seems to start to pay off again. Have to go back to many podcasts to go to see uh, the crypto, uh, but very nice indeed. Hopefully it will continue that way and we will finally be strong green on Dogecoin. We'll see how it moves. Friday will be uh, Warren Buffett and uh, Berkshire. Both the A and the B stock will be along with Domini Energy, Honda Motor, Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, for instance. So it's an interesting week. I think that especially the last part of the week is interesting. And I think that uh, comes together then with the Fed decision and the work numbers on Thursday mean that the last part of the week can be very special. Should be yet another volatile week. What about uh, the signals at stockinvest.us? We analyze more than 36, 38,000 tickers now, but 26, 27, some thousand tickers are qualified for our buy, sell, and hold recommendations. And based on this, we can tell how many stocks are giving a buy, a sell, or hold. 
And we know that if the buy is too high, you can expect uh, a change. Same thing if sell is too high, you can expect a change. So it's a number that has been working for a long, long time. Every time we had very low uh, amount of buy signals, we had a strong buying position. Happened uh, four weeks back uh, for Nasdaq when it hit all low at 4 and 11. And I said, no. We had uh, two very strong weeks uh, for Nasdaq and uh, Dow Jones even more so. Right now, uh, there is 26% buy signals that is starting to get high in my opinion. It's not very high, but starting to get uh, high. And if you're a new listener, very high is if we get up to 40, you can just uh, do anything else than put your money in stocks because usually, unless you're shorting, because usually that means a huge selling opportunity. 26 is getting uh, starting to get high. Nasdaq 31 jumping up from 20 to 31% buy signals also starting to get very high. So we are close to a place where you might reduce your risk a little bit. At the same time, it's where things also can go very, very fast. So we are uh, in a volatile territory. And if you look at New York Stock Exchange, 39 up from 26 to 39, that is not good at all. To me, that sounds like we might have a mineral. It can happen that we'll see a mineral that no one really can explain. Uh, oh, Nasdaq and Dow Jones run for two, three days. Then to have super huge falls or the falls can start quite fast. 39 is for sure a level that means to me, reduce your risk. Going to London, 19% up from 11, uh, Tokyo from 23 to 22, so more or less unchanged in Tokyo, and Chess and China fell back just as I expected. Was up at 22, that was way too high because it moved up from 5 to 22, too big jump in once, that means that you will have a strong correction down, which happened. All in all, uh, the buy and sell signal says that we are again getting high and i think that uh, looking at uh, the chart will give us a much clearer picture and if you're listening to this uh, podcast on spotify or some other audio media it will be available on youtube where you also can see uh, the charts makes it a little bit easier i'll try to explain so you can visualize it. And what do we see? Well, we see that Nasdaq is in a very, very strong uh, falling trend. Has been so for months and months. Right now, it is at the top of the trend. As I see it, there is two, three very good things. The first good thing is that it was at the top of the trend just um, uh, some week ago. Fell a little bit back and is again pushing up. I love uh, that sign because here is the thing. Nasdaq will not try to break the trend and usually, usually to break a trend which is this strong, you have to do the following. You have to go up from the bottom of the trend to the top of the trend, fall a little back, gather some momentum, then you have a momentum enough to break the trend. And unless something really uh, takes the market by surprise and by this I mean some very bad negative news. The odds for Nasdaq breaking the falling trend 
is very good. It's absolutely very good. It's much higher chance that the Nasdaq finally will break that falling trend, go in for a short-term rally, than there is for it to continue downwards. But it only takes a bad news to change this picture. In addition to this, the short-term moving average is about crossing up through the long-term moving average, and that will give a golden cross or a strong buy signal from the relation between the two moving averages. Last time this happened is if we go back a few months and you can see on the chart, uh, you can see a, a red cross happened some, somewhere around uh, August 26th, gave a huge buy signal called a sell cross from or death cross, depends uh, what the literature you read from the relation between the two moving averages. And at that point, Nasdaq was at 12, fell all the way down to 10,000. So it's a 2,000 point fall last time this huge signal was released. Now we are in a situation where everything indicates that it might turn into a new signal, but this time a buy signal. There is buy signals from short-term moving average and long-term moving average as is. But today and the next few days will be very important. And there is very little resistance upwards to 11,500. And that journey should be very fast. After that, it starts to become more resistance and the journey upwards should go uh, like in a zigzag pattern. What I do love the most is that we have a bottom at 10,300. We just have to stay above this float about this, that will increase any chance for a further upturn. So looking at the chart, yes, it is in a negative trend. Usually, usually it stays within the trend and you can expect it to continue downwards and that may very well happen. We will know today, will the markets fall and everything continues within the trend? Or are we poisoned for a trend break? And remember, when it goes uh, for a trend break, it doesn't go directly from falling to rising. Usually it goes from falling to less falling or horizontal. Take some time to establish an upper trend. So I'm not saying that we are establishing an upper trend. I'm just saying that the very short term picture is better than it has been for a very long time. Last time I said it was a good opportunity, it was bouncing around 10,500, saying that there was a good chance that it could break up and it will be hammock if it breaks down. Situation is just the same. If it falls below 10,500, it can start to fall extremely fast. Conclusion for this week is last week I was uh, saying that I really didn't know because uh, it could go both ways, it could go very, very nicely upwards or it could fall downwards. The situation is more or less the same, but now it is looking a little more positive simply because we are further up, giving more support below, reducing the risk a little bit. And that means that uh, we can do some risky trades uh, in the trading tips, trying to utilize a potential strong market ahead. Conclusion for this week uh, is that I think it's a fair chance that it will be a green week. You have to pay attention to the 10,500 level, of course. Pay attention to the news, especially last week, uh, may be critical. This might be a very uh, likely scenario. 
during the day we could start red end up green going up to 10,500 hitting the resistance at 10,500 start to go back get fueled by some bad news on Wednesday Thursday and we are back into a very bad scenario again may very well happen but I think that they'll put the uh, uh, positive side with saying that uh, the week is a fair chance that the week will end green and uh, these things may very well build up to a good short-term position but that long-term negative thing is still not over we need more bottoms to confirm that we finally are at the bottom i still uh, believe there is more negative to come but right now short-term picture is not worst and i will try to use that in the trading tips because that's what's coming up trading tips for this week Finally, we are at the trading tips, the one section that most of you like the most. And I do understand it because it's all about trading, trying to make money, trying to find the right ticker. And of course, that's the one thing that we do. But uh, I uh, made an oath to myself when I started this podcast series almost three years ago. The aim of it is helping you to reduce your losses, increase your gains, and really try to make a difference for you. And the only way to do that is trying to build, uh, help you build some knowledge around stock trading, trying to give you insights that will help you make better decisions. And all I said in the last uh, 20 minutes is building up to this moment, how I position myself for the week. And if you're a new listener and you do not know me, every Monday uh, I give up, uh, put out this uh, podcast. I've been doing so since the beginning of pandemic. It became a small hobby, pushing it every month. Uh, and now it is uh, almost a habit pushing uh, this podcast. What I do is uh, I actually put a bet every Monday. I think only one or twice I have moved it to uh, later in the week that I didn't buy the stock that I recommend on Monday because the markets were too shaky and I was wanting to get into the position. But to show you real time and real life examples, I actually get into the stocks. So last week I told you uh, that uh, I thought market could be very, very good, that it could be a place where you could scoop up some profit. And I wanted to try that increase my risk uh, because it was a fair chance for an upside, as I told you, and especially for some of these undervalued stocks to really kick in uh, hard. We had Sumerica open and we had Sumerica open since week 34. I will get back to Sumerica, but I said I will try to buy uh, two Neo, Chevron and Moon. And uh, that uh, would give me high enough risk into Neo, Moon and two with Chevron as a little base for it. And I said, I thought some of them could do very, very well. What I did is uh, on Monday, I was trying to find the low as I could for the stocks. Uh, I was quite okay. And you wonder when do and how can I find my low? I let the stock 
trading start before uh, trading day and look at the stocks that I'm uh, going to buy and look where do they have their support uh, and I, if the stock starts uh, on a red note uh, I usually place my bet close to what I consider to support and in most cases this usually is between 30 to uh, let's say 45 minutes after markets open it's usually that low part sometimes it's different uh, I look at the stock if the trend is very very uh, strong downwards I just wait till I have first few signals of an uptrend. sometimes I manage to hit very low uh, but very seldom I manage to hit that very very low I usually end up close to low which is perfectly fine with me reduces the risk I did this last week I got in uh, to 2 at 322 uh, I'm not sure how far it went down if it was like 315 16 or something but I got it at 322 very happy about that and uh, the stock did very well during the week uh, it was not caught by my stop loss it was up at 3 some 67 or something uh, maybe even higher ending the week at 355 giving me a current profit of 11.18 percent uh, it's not sold so two is still open uh, trade i also bought uh, neo because i said that i believe these stocks uh, have huge potential i was able to get in a neo at 8.55 it was maybe 20.30 low uh, i got in at 8.25 and it immediately kicked off and uh, went uh, very 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 well uh, up I think it was high up maybe even past 11 uh, turned uh, and was cut by stop loss because I cannot sit trade I have other things to do I cannot sit uh, and trade minute by minute so sometimes I just put on the trail, uh, trailing stop loss in, uh, in any case I put on trailing stop loss but I sometimes adjust it in the case of NEO, I put up a 5% trailing stop loss uh, because I thought that could hold, hold water. It fell a little bit back, was cut at 10.53. So at 10.53, my stocks were sold, uh, giving me 23.16% profit. So nice to see these huge numbers again after we've been trading 2, 3, 4, 5% for a long time because of bad markets. As I said, that's very, very good. Uh, but finally we have some 20 plus percent stocks again chevron got it at 172 and you know uh, if you follow this podcast we've been in and out of chevron endless amount of times and i said that energy is good and you may ask so why don't you stay uh, just stay in chevron because we bought uh, chevron for instance in week 39 from at 141 dollars uh, selling at 161 was cut by stop loss giving 14% profit back then now uh, Chevron ended at 179.88 this week so you may ask why don't you just sit it well I have an oil portfolio as well where I sit but this is the weekly trading portfolio and uh, I let it follow some strict rules uh, where trailing stop loss is one of them Got Chevron 172.1 dollars still is uh, open just went up during the week not enough to be cut by stop loss ending at 179.88 up 4.52 percent in the week so uh, not as much as Moon of course 
But as I said, this is an anchor. If markets go short, I thought that Chevron would hold good, so my portfolio wouldn't really crash that hard. The last stock was based uh, on a tip from a user. The user uh, posted a comment on stockinvest.us asking something about Moon. I had a quick look and I realized that I almost forgot about Moon because I used to trade Moon a long, long time uh, back. As I said, in week 9 we traded Moon, bought it at 123, sold 167, giving 35%, almost 36% profit. So Moon we had good business with before. So I checked in Moon because I really looked, uh, I liked what I look, saw at the chart. Got in Moon at uh, 47 uh, cents, 47.2 cents to be exact. And Moon just hit on the train state away. Moving upwards was up at 161.62 cents. Uh, Started to fall back was uh, cut by stop loss at 57.95 cents, giving 22.78% profit. Such a nice uh, profit in short term. So from the stocks last week. I bought Sumerica in week 34. I told you this stock, we will not have trailing stop loss. It will be high risk stocks. We'll keep it in portfolio because when it starts to move, it will go too fast. I will not be able to get in. We've done Sumerica, not hundreds, hundreds of times, but we've done Sumerica many, many times. And as I said, this stock, I always end up with profit, but it may be a waiting game. And it really has become a waiting game because Sumerica didn't move much last week. 22.5 cents or something ending the week. It's currently at a loss because we bought it at 26 cents. I still believe Sumerica is a very good uh, choice. Uh, I think it will move. I'm not sure exactly when, uh, but when it moves, it will go very fast. And I think that will happen and I will do like always. Uh, I believe, I hope, make some good money on Sumerica. Sumerica is still open. It's recommended as well but you use it as a high, high, high risk source that you put in the end of your portfolio and you don't expect much. Neo was sold, Moon was sold. I'm sitting with uh, TWO and uh, CVX, Chevron, two and Chevron. So I have three stocks in the portfolio. I don't think market is crazy enough to go for 10 stocks. I think it's a huge opportunity, as I said in the uh, podcast. I think it's a very huge opportunity this week that things might go good, especially first part of the week. And if these things stick in the right way in the end of the week, it may even be much better. But I found two stocks, uh, which I again will trade because, as I said, I like the risk I see and I think we can take some risk. We have Chevron will be a nice solid base. Two is a little risky because it's uh, that kind of stock. But I will add two risky stocks. And if you follow the podcast and you listen to what I said, I said it quite early. I think there is a buying opportunity in Meta. Meta was hammered last week. I think that is a huge buying opportunity. I will try to scoop up Meta, trying to get it around 98 something. We'll see how it starts today. But Meta for sure is a stock that I think we can do some good stuff in. How much? I'm not sure yet, but I think in the very short term, there was an overreaction. Uh, Meta can easily cut a lot of uh, their costs, making them more profitable. We are in Q4, which is the best quarter uh, in terms of advertising space. We see other stocks uh, in the in the segment starting to show some nice movements. Uh, 
So I think uh, these big, huge professionals, they will go to their analytic department after trashing Meta last week and already scooping up a lot of stocks. They will go to their analytics uh, and say, push out some heavy, good uh, Meta analysis. So I will not be surprised if you suddenly start to read uh, all during week. Meta is undervalued, it should be blah, 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 blah. And that you see the stock move up anywhere from 5 to 10% uh, minimum. So that's where I'm, uh, I want to be. 5% I love it any given day of the week. And can we do 10% even better? So, Meta will be one of the new tickers. And then I will try to do NEO again because simply think there is a buying opportunity. NEO, I told you before, I believe in green technology and some of these China stocks is you should be very careful about. But I want that risk. I want to try play NEO again. So I'll try to get into NEO and Meta as low as I can today. I have two from before, I have Chevron from before. And you may ask, so do you recommend two and Chevron? Be a little bit more careful uh, about these stocks. If you have a little patient, I really recommend uh, Chevron. But uh, Chevron is also starting to get a little high. Sumerica, I can recommend uh, for sure. Uh, and Meta and Neo will be the two cases. That leaves for a high risk portfolio. We are still on the high risk end and I will uh, tune that screw because as I said, signals are getting high. I will reduce my risk a little bit what i will do i'll get neo i will get meta i will put on a trailing stop loss and i will be happy with whatever happens and should the markets go south i have trailing stop loss on two i have trailing stop loss on chevron i will make money no matter what happens in this stock it might not be much but they will be profitable that's how trailing stop loss works why you should use it, read more up about it. And since we are at the end of the podcast, I've been doing this for three years and uh, it varies uh, a little bit depending uh, if it's uh, on audio video has some uh, good view rates, but I really would like to see more. So if you like this podcast and you want me to continue to give you the podcast every Monday, please shout out a small comment below or give it a like so I can have some incentives myself to continue because as I told you, we are on the third year of this podcast. We're coming up to Christmas and again, I will have to consider should I spend one more year giving you these tips and tricks. And as you have noticed, we are more and more into trading just as I promised you when markets were bad, I told you, we are heading for bad, bad uh, times, reducing, reducing, reducing. I also told you that slowly I will increase and we will get more and more deeper into the trading because now markets are more attractive uh, than before. Will there be this huge, huge fall? Sadly, yes, I think it's a huge chance it happened that markets may crash. That is why whatever you do, do not play uh, with Hearing, yes, you may lose some and you may shout at me and say that I was wrong. Market went up better than I thought. You could have made much more money if you had just geared a little bit using money that is not yours. It's the brokers. But remember, that is the way uh, to lose money because things can turn very bad. I can guarantee you that many of the meta investors did not 
even in their wildest dream, expect Meta to fall as hard as it did. Sadly, that is uh, some uh, of the hardships of stock trading. We have to hedge as good as we can against these things. And that's why we do the background things. That is why we, right now I have like 35, maybe 38% of my investments into stocks, simply because I'm still not sure market will have for an upturn. I will not go fully in before I really see a buying opportunity. And that buying opportunity may be this final fall. Until we see several uh, significant bottoms, I will stay a little uh, restrictive uh, on my investments. And I actually recommend you to do the same. Oil alone, as I told you, huge part is in oil. During this very red uh, period, I made money, but as I told you, I love these periods. That's usually where I do very good. Being a little restrictive, following strategies. And that, my friends, are the end of this week's podcast. As usual, I hope you have a very nice uh, week ahead of you. Here in Vilnius, where I'm sitting right now, it's such a beautiful weather outside. It's starting to get cold. Even saw the first signs of frost this morning. Uh, two degrees. But sun is shining and it's such a nice time to have, for instance, a walk. Or if you do like I do, metal searching. There is more to life than trading and we are here to make money and we will continue to make money. Hopefully the trading tips that I just gave you will kick in this week. Just remember, do not be greedy. Take whatever profit you can. Be happy. I use trading stop loss. 3 to 5% depends on the stock. Then I don't have to pay attention all the week. Until next week, my friends. Have a beautiful week. Bye.